center of the universe and the Thrive15.com World Headquarters. Let's go! Presenting the world's only business school without the BS with optometrist and entrepreneur Dr. Robert Zellner and the Forest Small Business Administration Entrepreneur of the Year in your ear, Clay Clark. It's the Thrive Time Show. Three, two, one. Boom, boom, boom. Thank you for inviting us back into your room. It's the Thrive Time Show on your radio. This is a show where real business owners go to learn real talk about real business. We say in the show promo, we say it's business school without the BS. Well, what does BS stand for? Well, here's the thing is there's this candy-coated TED Talks entrepreneurship where you basically, what you do is you talk about theory. You can do it. And what you do is you're, you're typically taught the theory by someone who's never run a successful company. Okay, Ray, listen up. We, you know, I have faith in you. So today, we're talking about a subject that is near and dear to my heart. It is executing the proven plan. We have questions from real thrivers that have come in today, and I'm going to be going through these one by one, and we have a thriver that asks, well, how many months would I need to be a business coach client before I see a return? Well, when you execute the system, there are things you are going to run into that, in my opinion, are very predictable. So we're going to start with United Airlines for 5,000 points. Z. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, oh, hold on. That whoa. was me kind of chiming in a little bit. I'm oh, a little, wow. I'm, it's been a kind of a feisty week this it week. It is. It's hot and heavy here I mean, the it's show. been, you know what? Uh, thank, thank goodness I don't Facebook. I don't Facebook. I mean, I'm, I'm my business is doing. I pay people to do the, the, the Facebook thing. Da, 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 you pay people yeah, to I mean, go on I'm Facebook because you're not on Facebook. No, no, right. yeah, no I don't personally do a Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> and people get on there and they rant, rant, rant. And you have been fired up all week long about about a rant on there. But before we get to that, well, I use the we, hate to turn it, convert it into energy. Well, you use everything to motivate. There we go. Everything. Even the hate. Yeah, the hate motivates to be in the late. Whoa, not being great. Oh, use wow. that, all that to motivate. Ha. Ha. Come on now. So <laughs> we've been playing a little bit of a game, and I'm going to start off today's show because I'm. I it's been it's been kind of it's been a little it's been a little tense this week. It's folks. been a tense week. All the thrivers out there, it's been. It's been all that North Korean talk, all the Facebook. <laughs> it's, it's been a little Kim Jong-un time, okay? Yeah. So we've been playing a game. Mm. I go out and buy random items at Walmart, and then I ask Clay whether this random item costs more uh, or less in the first month quick, at Thrive15.com. Quick, quick disclaimer. Have you actually been in Walmart, or are you paying someone to go to Walmart to buy said items for you? I mean, because you're the master delegator. Okay, okay. okay. Did you actually I, I did go not, in Walmart? I did, I did not walk into... I did not go to Walmart. I knew it. You I didn't did not go, go to Walmart. <laughs> I busted yet again. Okay, so you've delegated even truth, going to Walmart. By the truth factor that Anything Clay you don't want to do, you delegate. You okay. just smell things out. You just, you just know stuff. I knew it. Okay, so I have a here. It's a small box it's 12 individually wrapped shout wipe and goes in other words you it's a little prepackaged thing you pull it out you open it and then you like wipe a stain off your clothes if you're a you know messy salsa eater or something of like that yeah. or if you're at Oklahoma Joe's and you're you eat the baked beans or just eat them so fast you can't even hardly chew them they just my son's 10 so yeah. all baked beans end up on his body oh there we go okay so we have a little box of 12 individually wrapped from Walmart from Walmart is as you know, Thrivers. The first month of Thrive is one dollar. That's a dollar. That's a dollar. If you round it up, it's a dollar. It, if you round it down, it's a dollar. Either way, it's a dollar. So which costs more, Clay Clark? This little box of shout. It's little, small. So it fits in my palm. 
shot wipe and goes or the first month of thrive15.com. Well, I'll tell you this. First off, and in the rule book of this game, you might not have read on page 7, article A, I can phone a friend if I'm in need, or I can ask somebody. And so we have Justin Moore, the founder of the Elephant in the Room, oh, yeah. Men's hey, Grooming Lounge. Doing, man? And uh, Justin at the Box That Rocks. Justin, how you doing, man? We are we're rocking it in that box that rocks. So now you're, I'm, I'm excited to be here. You're a man of, the, of style. You're a man of fashion. You own a men's grooming salon. Kind of looks like an Amish mafia dude, actually, is what I... I mean, you're very handsome. You know about style. The beard, the hat, the so thing, the swag. When we talk about... What, what is this item again? It's the wipes? It's the... It's the Shout... It's right here. Right? You guys can see it. Shout, Johnson & Johnson, which is a publicly proven company, brand, a, proven a, proven, brand. a proven brand of chemicals yeah. in your homes. And uh, Shout Wipe & Go... It's Instant a, stain remover. Justin, how much do you think that is? Is that more than a dollar or less? Because you are a man. You know about style, keeping your clothes clean, well-groomed. Well groomed. I mean, you know these things. I mean, what, what do, you, do you think it's over a dollar? In my professional style experience, yeah. um, the price is right at three ninety nine. Really? Woo. Wow. Wow. Clay, what are you going to, you just going to go with that or are you going to? It has gonna, to be less than a dollar because there's got to be something good in America today that's less than a dollar. It has to happen. <laughs> <laughs> it's two ninety six with tax. So this, what? this boxer shout white and go can, can actually do three entrepreneurs, three Three a dollar a month. That's unbelievable right there. I know. I now, know. here's the deal, Thrive Nation. You, you can email us your questions to info at thrive15.com. And one of you emailed in, how many months would I need to be a business coach client before I see a return? And here's the deal. I'm going to show you the proven plan. But before I do, I'm going to say three horrible things. And I would like, Z, if, Z, if I'm wrong, if I'm, if I'm exaggerating, if it's hyperbole, okay, okay. you tell me. Okay. One, if you do the right thing and you grow your business for five years and you do the right thing, you implement this system, you will eventually be sued or accused of doing something you didn't do. Is this, is this, is this, is this real? Uh, yes, absolutely. It, 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 usually more so than not. I would give that above above a 50-50 chance of being guessed. True. Oh, so you will be sued. That's a good. Second thing, you, you will, if you implement this proven plan, you will have a competitor who will say something bad about you to oh, a that, large group of people. Oh, that, that's absolutely true. That, that, that one's absolutely true. Yeah. Three, if you do this, you will have employees that don't like you. Ab absolutely true. There's no, there's no doubt about that. I, you can't be a successful entrepreneur. I, I know it sounds crazy, but you can't be because what happens is it's, it's not the really good employees that uh, you have a problem with mm. or the really bad ones. You have a problem with because they're they're easy to sort out. Yeah, like, that's right. You're like hello, goodbye. I mean, they're, hello, those are, those are goodbye. easy categories, right? Bye bye. It's those average ones that you put up with year after year after year that pull down the productivity of your business. That, that the ones you struggle with. You're like, oh, Billy is just you know some days he's pretty good and some I mean some days he's okay and some days he's an idiot and I you know I just you know there's it's hard to find good people. I mean, so let's go says, with the United you know? Airlines for four thousand points. Now okay. we're up to four thousand okay. points now. The person, tell me if I'm, if I'm getting something wrong here. There's somebody who is getting on a plane at United Airlines. Yeah. And every airline, they always oversell the tickets by about 3%. Because yeah, that's, that's there's the people move. that don't show up. Right, that's the move. So they want to leave with a full plane. So it's a move. And there's a member of their team who decided to pull somebody off the plane basically by their head. Broadcasting live from the center of the universe, you're listening to The Thrive Time Show. You can go on YouTube and watch it. You know, they're dragging the person off the plane. And I, the question I have for all the thrivers out there, I have this question for Justin, this for you, Doctor Z, because you, Z, you, you are a man, you know, you, you are a man who's internationally in the know here. Justin, <laughs> he has a pulse on men's grooming. He knows the men of Tulsa, so we know these things, right? You guys are. So let me ask you: this. What was the name 
of the employee who pulled the person off of the plane? Uh, Billy? I don't know. Justin, do you know? I've, I've been under a rock for... <laughs> okay, so here's what I'm saying is nobody knows... And everybody is now mad at United. And I can tell you, in their handbook, their CEO didn't write there, whenever the plane is overbooked, grab somebody by, by the head and pull them off the plane. No, they, I guarantee you that was there's a protocol for that. But somebody made a bad decision, and so now the company has hell to pay. Correct? Correct. That's Correct. what always happens. So here's, there, here's, this, here's the deal. We're going to show you this proven plan. And so, example number one, there's a company in Tulsa called Face and Body. They're right here at 96th and Riverside. They're an active client. They implemented the system I'm going to teach you right now, and they grew by 200% within four months. All right? And they basically what they did is this. Step number one, they had to launch effective search engine optimization. Okay? Step number two, they had to gather the Google reviews. Drivers, I'm giving you time to write this down. Search engine optimization, which search. we did for them. Search engine optimization. Two. They must gather the reviews from the customers, the, the, the Google reviews. Uh, ho hopefully they're, they're good reviews. Three, they had to write a proven script for script. the Dream 100 where they market to their ideal and likely buyers. Uh, then five, they do retargeting ads. Six, social media. Seven, video marketing. You were kind of right. You were kind of going, you were not giving them time to write their thing. One, search engine optimization. Now that, that's Two, customer review gathering. Three, call scripting. Four, Dream 100, from the word Dream 100. Five, retargeting, that's targeting again. Um, six is social media marketing for all the Facebookers out there, all the Twitters, all the people out there. And then video marketing. So, Justin, when they're implementing this move, you, I know you don't know anything about face and body, but what when they implement this, their leads are coming in, they're topping Google. I mean, the logic, it's already done. I mean, they're, they're getting leads coming in. What would you guess would have been the problems that they ran into once the leads start coming in? They've got the script. You own a business. You've got close to 90 employees there now. What, do you, what kind of problems do you think might have happened there? Just off that that flow. So now you got you got your, your leads out there, you're marketing, your SEO, oh, and yeah. all of a sudden you look around and you're like, I need employees. I need people, competent people to execute. Right? So, and here's the deal. And I don't want to say anything about a thriver out there. It's nothing but positive. Just give me an example, but this is just about all, most clients in general. Once they start getting leads, they've got to find a competent person to respond to the leads. And because we're in a culture where people don't answer the phone, if they don't know the number, you got to call, text, and email your leads. So we had a person on our team who had no experience. And I said, you know what? While you're looking for a person, I will have a member of my team do it. And so I paid the person on my team $10 per appointment. They set for a cosmetic surgery uh, doctor with no experience of the industry. And this woman typically set, true story, she would set between 40 and 60 appointments a week for me, just on fire. And yet people who were highly skilled, you know, couldn't deliver. And so they, it was a people problem. Now, so they had the leads coming in. They got the calls. They got all the things, yeah. but they've got to get it done. And what I have found, and this was a client who was like, you know what? We're serious about business. We're going to make the changes. And they did it. So they, in four months, doubled the size of the business. But they, they, they decided, you know what? We're serious about business. But there's a motion Z that's in the way for the motion. The word, you know, motion. There's an E in front of it called E-motion. And that E gets in the way of taking the right action for a lot of business owners. Not for these people, but for a lot of business owners. Why does that emotional part get in the way? Why can't people just go, man, we got to make some changes? I, you know, because I, I think they don't understand what being an entrepreneur is about. You know, they think that being an entrepreneur is about is making everybody else's life around you better. And ultimately, you do that. But first off, first things first. I love that saying, first things first. 
first things first, you've got to make it good for yourself. That's why you're doing it. That's why you're taking the struggle. That's why you've, you've, you know, you're, you're stepping out. That's why you, you know there's no guarantees in being an entrepreneur. There's no guarantees in opening a business. It's not, it's not for written that, you know, okay, I'm going to hang out my shingle and everybody's going to come to me and give me copious amounts of money. And <laughs> no, I'm, not ripping, I'm not ripping on Justin, and I'm, I'm, I'm praising him, but it's going to feel like a backhanded praise. So, okay. Justin, you right. can, you can, it's on, it's on live radio, so you can basically, we can argue off, off the air. But Justin is probably the nicest, I mean this not just because he's here, he's probably the nicest, most kind, compassionate, holy crap, I'm going to give you the shirt off my back. Literally, I've seen him give clothing, dollars, uh, uh, invest time into people who constantly screw him. And so as you've built the elephant in the room, you know, you started off, I think, with what Z was talking about. You wanted to make everybody around you happy. You wanted it to be like the number one mentorship business where you, everyone around you is taught how to be successful because you know it. And then when you do it, when you try to do it, eventually you just feel like you're fighting against the world. You, you don't want to be the only guy at the party having a good time, right? You, you want people enjoying the music, the atmosphere with you, right? So that was my concept of the business as I grew it. Is is can people stay on my level? Can and based off the work ethic, uh, showing up on time, their integrity, I found that uh, not to be true. So um, I agree with you 100, Dr. Z. You know the business needs to serve serve you. It needs to serve you first and foremost. And so that's what people sometimes I get to know all the time. They come and they have all these struggles in their business, and it really boils down to they're not willing to make the hard decisions that you have to make. You know pruning. Pruning. Pruning is oh, a wonderful you're thing. Going. Uh, when we come back, I'm going to talk a bit about pruning. We're talking about tree health here. Tree. Oh, yes. Bush. Bush and shrubbery. <laughs> I am so excited. Thrive Time Show on your radio. My name is Clay Clark. Shrubbing Knowledge coming up next. I'm Ken P. Law, and I'm from Tulsa, Oklahoma. Professional painting by Ken. Uh, quite a bit of stuff. Uh, a lot of stuff I know that I needed to do but didn't know how to do it. Uh, web page, uh, how to hire people, sales, uh, making a schedule, making programs. I mean, just a lot of stuff. I mean, it's overwhelming, but it's good stuff that you can actually put to practice right away. It's a lot different than I expected. Uh, been to different workshops and uh, you just waiting for the sales punch, you know, and they give you ideas and stuff, but it's always 10 years down the road when you can actually apply the stuff that they're trying to promote. And this is not like that at all. It's very ground level, help you start a business and maintain and grow a bigger business. I like it a lot because he makes you feel comfortable, makes you laugh, so it opens you up to receive and hear better uh, this is great it's a lot of interaction you you can ask him questions you can help he can I mean if you don't understand something he can explain it more so it's very very helpful I mean it's, they're missing a lot because uh, a lot of businesses uh, probably do some of the steps that he's teaching but there's so much they can learn and to easy steps that they grow the business even better. It's not like any other workshop I've ever been to. Um, it's very laid back and a lot of information. It's a comfortable setting. It's it's awesome. It's a really good good experience. Two, one, go.
Five, six, seven, eight, boom. Welcome back to the Thrive Time Show on your radio. My name is Clay Clark. I'm the former SBA Entrepreneur of the Year, sent here on a mission to get you in a great financial position. Here's the deal. Uh, Dr. Z, Dr. Zellner, he is the optometrist turned uh, entrepreneur. And I I say turned meaning that he, he was an entrepreneur, but he started off, his core skill was optometry. And then from there, he took the profits from that business and then opened up another business. Z, what was the next business you opened up after the optometry, for those who've never heard the show before? Um, well, I, the, the order was um, auto auction and then sleep center and then durable medical equipment uh, company and then um, uh, thoroughbred horse ranch. Um, you know, we have some other little side investments, but those are, you know, you, you talk about businesses, you open from the scratch, and yeah. you, you open them up and you grow them, you know, and then you can... Have other investments that you do throughout throughout all that. But we, uh, before we went to the break, we were talking about how the businesses should be designed to serve you, and I've seen you build businesses that serve you. So, how do these businesses specifically? How how do they serve you? How is that different from maybe? Because I see a lot of entrepreneurs where the businesses definitely do not serve them; they're a slave to their business. Each business is like, oh frick, I've got a ton of emails to respond to, I've got a ton of employee issues. I just want to go anywhere but to my business. But I see you walk in your business all light, all like you don't feel like you're weighed down by the earth by each business. There's something about you, and I don't know what it is, but you just seem kind of like the business serves you, and you're not out there being a slave to your company. Well, that's the purpose of it. I mean, you want, you want hey, listen, do you want a job? Do you want a business? Do you want financial freedom? Do you want time freedom, or do you want a job? Do you want to be able to do what you want to do when you wake up, or do you want a job? Do you want to have to go punch a time clock, or do you want a business? And so the thing about it is here, we, we're trying to give you practical steps to take it to the next level, you know? I mean, yes, you start off when you open your business. It is a job that you're working in very hard, very diligently. I love some of the quotes we quote. You, know, you, you get to pick the 80 hours you get to work, you know, when you're an entrepreneur, when you start a business, right? Um, but then what happens is we're trying to teach you how to transition to where, you know, all of a sudden... You're working on the business, not in it. Oh, that's the next level. And now, all of a sudden, you want to you get to work on it as much or as little as you want as you move forward, and you have the freedoms to do those things. I mean, you know, a lot of people. I, I love Jack Welch. What he said, <clears throat> you know, he came to Tulsa and was uh, in the lecture program over there at ORU, and I went listen to him, and, and he had a powerful message. And one of his messages was, one of his employees said, "Listen, we can't make a light bulb unless it's green." Unless it's green for the world. It's got to be green for the it's world. It's got to be green for the world. For the planet. And we're going to do the planet a good thing, and we have to do it. And he said, he said okay, well, let's, let's engineer that. And it, was, it would be unprofitable. It would be unsustainable. They couldn't sell a light bulb for as much as they need to sell it for. And so that when they came back to him and pitched him this, he just took them and picked them all up and went, slapped them around and said, listen, here's what we're going to do. We're going to make a great light bulb. It's going to be cheap. It's not going to be green. Mm. We're going to make a lot of money, and then we can take that money and make the world a better place. Oh, man. Does that make sense? So they had to make the pragmatic, real choice, to be a realist. To, to, yes, to Look be at successful the reality in business, of it. yes. Because if we made a delight bulb like that, nobody would buy it. We would go broke, and then we'd all be looking for uh, jobs. So here is the, the question. We're talking about these proven paths. And we have a thriver said, hey, assuming that I joined your business coach program, how long before I could see a return? And I said, face and body, right here in Tulsa, 96th and Riverside. Grew the company by 200% in four months. They did search engine optimization, Google reviews, call scripting, Dream 100, retargeting, social media ads, video marketing, and they did it. 
But I see many people that re refuse to push through the emotional aspects of the business. So, Justin, you're running a company. Can you talk to me about some of the things where you're running the business? And I've, I see this is how Justin runs the business. This is my inner dialogue. I'm running the business, having a good time. He's working. He's working. I'm having a good time. He's working. He's working. He works like 12 hours a day, 13. He's just having a great time. There's no drama. I've, I've been his partner for a long time. He doesn't call me and go, bro, I got some drama. He just works. And all of a sudden, you see it. You're like, oh, no, there is drama. And, and Justin, you're, you're not stirring it up. I mean, you're just working. And all of a sudden... Somebody says, hey, I can't come in today. I can't, I can't come in today, right? And then you're going, what do you mean? You're booked for a haircut. And they go, no, I can't. Talk to me with the first time you saw drama. When you're, you're running the business, you're executing the systems, you and I are partners, we're getting stuff done. The first time maybe, maybe not the specific example, but you know the first kinds of drama you ran into. Because this is like so therapeutic for many people listening. Yeah, so when, when you're building your team of people and you want them to carry that passion, carry that dream um, for you and, and with you, um, work side by side because you know you can't do it by yourself. Um, but as soon as they they say uh, it's a family related or it's a car issue or and and they justify and you're not understanding the logic, and you're like, well, I had those same hurdles and obstacles and I overcame them. Um, you realize that um, you do need employees to to serve the business, serve you, and serve your customers. But that's why they'll be in that position and they're not in the position you're in. And so once you realize that, you take the emotional aspect and you pull it away. And, but you always have to have that pipeline of interviews. And, and so you just smile them politely. And, and, and eventually, as you, you gain your pipeline of, of new hires and new people, as, as you're growing, you, you don't let it ruin your day or take your joy. I'm a guy who likes to read history. And as I think about a historical person that you could reference, you could look him up, you could read the book called The Bible. But Moses, you know, God gave him a plan, allegedly, saying, hey, go this way. We had these, these Hebrews, these people who were in his group, and he has, you know, these rules like, hey, you know, and you know, no false gods, you know, follow the path, do the thing. And these people complained, like, I don't know, I don't want to do it. Are you the leader? I don't know. Does God really have a plan for us? And they would constantly, and if you look at Moses, it wasn't an easy deal, you know? I mean, the first manager in the history of the world, Aaron, it didn't go so well for him. It's like, Aaron, check it out. <laughs> Please don't make a false god and no, you know, no group sexual activities, please. Just keep the clothes on. Don't melt down calves. Don't make false gods, please. That's just that's my rule. I'm going up to the mountain to talk to God, the actual creator of the planet. All I need is for you to man the fort. He's like, absolutely. absolutely. He goes up there. What does Aaron do? He comes down. There's false gods. It's all in the Bible. There's false gods. They're sacrificing stuff. He's like, bro. I mean, and that's what happens when you, and so see, I want to ask for the entrepreneur out there who says, listen, I went up to the mountain for just a minute, not to go, you know, talk to God maybe, but to go on a date with my wife or to go to a movie. I come back and maybe there's not golden calves, but there's some serious destructive behavior going on. And I've only been gone for like a week or yeah, yeah, a couple of days. Yeah. What advice would you have, man? It's okay. Take it. You know, just when you've got an elephant in the room, uh, pun on the word for you Whoa. guys' hair grooming place, you just eat it one bite at a time. You got to just fix the problems. You got to step in, be proactive. You've got to figure out what happened, and then you've got to work to fix it. I mean, you know, think about it as boss. When you're a boss, when you own the business, oh, come on now. When you own the business, you are what we would call the the, the Spanish would say a jefe. Jefe. But we use the word boss here, and a boss we've kind of broken down into the acronym because we love. Doing kind of weird stuff like that, yeah. but they make they make big obstacles seem small. Right, boom. 
So what you do is everybody's like, oh my gosh, this is an epic failure. We've got a cat. We got <laughs> whatever story. That's a great story. I love, oh. I love the example. Pretty over the top example, but awesome. But the thing about it is you just take it one step at a time, one bite at a time. You fix each little problem that's happened. Boom, boom, boom. They're fixable. And as a boss, you know that. You comp- you carp- you. What's the one Compartmentalize? Yes, that's what I'm looking for. Sometimes. Yeah, sure. No, I, I have to my, read your brain. I'm actually in your, I've mic'd your brain. I, I know you do. You mic, you mic pretty much every part of my life, which is pretty cool, you know. But you just break it down. You solve it one problem at a time. You diagram them out. You, your to-do list, you know, okay, this, 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 this. And then you figure out if that person that caused all that, if you want them to continue causing all those kind of problems, then you can leave them around. I have some really embarrassing examples of trying to become a boss that were from my own career. I'm going to ask you some questions from my earlier career yeah. of how I should have emotionally handled these things. And I want to get your direct feedback. So we're showing you the proven path, but the emotions are a part of the thing. My name is Nikki Warren and I'm from Tulsa, Oklahoma. The name of my business is The Mocha Butterfly and I'm a fashion designer. I heard about the Thrive Time Business Workshops through a dear friend of mine and I got a chance to meet with Clay and Dr. Z and uh, as I talked to them a little bit more, uh, I loved what they were doing and it just made me, you know, more intrigued because I really wanted to grow my business. Well, what I've learned is that uh, for for my business in particular, uh, marketing is needing to be you know get it. I need to step it up a lot more and and the uh, just focusing in on some key things to get that really going is going to really get me where I want to go with my goals. I think it's fun. It's a fun atmosphere, uh, which most business oriented. You know, I'm an artistic you know artsy person and I tend to lose interest very quickly if I don't have something to keep me engaged and you know the humor the real life experience um, and the casualness of it is just really engaging for me and it's just very relatable and so for me I am having a, a, a ball like I was so excited to come yesterday I was had I had butterflies, literally, <laughs> butterflies in my stomach, and uh, I'm just really excited to be here. Well, uh, it's an interesting place. It's got a lot of uh, words of affirmation and quotes and things like that. Very positive environment. Um, the people here are very nice and friendly, and I love the way the uh, room is set up. It's very open space type of uh, model, and um, like I said, it's it's a it's more of a casual environment. It's not stuffy and professional. You know, like it's professional, but it's not stuffy professional. There is a difference, and so it's very warm and inviting here. Love the teaching style. Love the presentation. Uh, very organized and easy to follow. Um, and like I said, the real life experience and the humor just adds that much more to it. I know people who go to different workshops and. You know, I, I don't, I'm not sure if they're grasping all of what's being presented there, but I am almost 100% sure that if they come to a workshop like this one, they will get some great golden information that's going to help them meet their goals if they're willing to apply what they hear. There's no upselling here, um, which I, that wasn't really a big concern for me, but if, we're, if I were talking to someone who's very concerned about upselling, I would tell them that they have no worries here and that, like I, you know, I think that this uh, environment is very relaxed, inviting, warm, and engaging. And so even it, it does actually makes you wonder, like, what else, what else is there? I won't lie about that. Uh, so it's kind of more of an independent intrigue rather than someone pushing you into the intrigue of what else is offered. Um, I recommend coming to this workshop because it is um, intimate, 
an intimate setting, uh, great people. I've met some really cool people doing some cool businesses and the teaching style and the presentation is awesome. Three, two, one, go. All right, drivers, what do you do when it's more than a feeling? When you see some trouble going on and you know there's a problem in your neighborhood, what are you going to do? You're going to call the Ghostbusters. You're going to have to fix it if you own the business. And so it's the Thrive Time Show, Business School Without the BS. And I'm going to get right down into the dangerous, hot sauce, scandalous stuff behind the stuff that we shouldn't talk about. But, Z, it happens in the world of business. I, I tell you what, folks, uh, you are going to have a treat because this week, Clay, who is certified as the world's best business coach by the way i mean there's just you know it's certification um you organic, know like a trophy my body's organic I mean, <laughs> his wife vanessa's trying so hard i mean he's he's like an organic chicken right now i mean that's that has been certified but being the world's best business coach has been and so we're here this show is all about us us Wanting to give you, you the tools, tools to build a business. Yes. And you may say to yourself, you know what? Um, I don't really, I'm not in the, you know, not this year. I'm not ready. I don't want to do it. Then, the, the, then our other charge is this. Our other charge is to entertain you right. with all the horrible mistakes we've made <laughs> so, in business throughout our lives. Okay, so, so here's an example of one, okay? I had a wedding that I I had a DJ company called DJ Connection. Yes. And this was a long time ago. It has nothing to do with the current ownership, but uh, we had a wedding that was at 11th and Garnett at the Moose Lodge. Justin, have you ever been to the Moose Lodge for a party? I don't believe so. Z, have you ever been there to the Moose Lodge? I know, but let's go. I okay, go. it's the Moose Lodge, and they have so it's, there's billiard, a lot of smoke. What, is, what, what, does, what is, I'm going to Google that. What really is a moose? Is that a military branch? Is it a, just a service uh, civil branch? I what would is, love to say that I had the curiosity to know at that time, but I, I I'm going to Google it while you're telling so the story. So I hired a DJ, and uh, his first name will go unmentioned, but I hired the guy, and uh, well, it's a popular name, so we'll call him Josh because his name was Josh. And so what happened was, is uh, I, I go. I, I booked the wedding, you know, and the, the girl's name is Melanie. And Melanie, if you're listening, you know I'm sorry, and I did pay the legal bill, so we're all good. But here's the deal. So I get a call from Melanie, boom, 6 o'clock. I only have like four DJs, Justin. This guy calls me. Boom, he says, he says, hey, man, I can't find the, the venue. And I go, it's at 11th and Garnett. There's nothing else there. It is definitely on the northwest corner. I can't find it. He calls me again. Boom, calls me again. Boom. Next thing you know, his phone is disconnected. So that night, I'm getting calls while I'm DJing a wedding from Melanie. She goes from concerned to worried to angry to crying to depressed to he didn't show up for her wedding. Oh, no. And he swears he couldn't find it, and he said he had a car accident, couldn't find his phone died, whatever. Sure. Yeah. So anyway, about a year later, that's about nah, nine months later, um, I see this guy at a party, and he has a new baby, new baby. New baby. And I said, that's a great new baby. Well, that's a great... Uh, babies look are great. Look at that baby. Yeah, look at that baby. And he goes, I got to be honest with you. This baby, that night I said I couldn't get to the show, this is what I was... I was got, got caught up. And this girl, this is... We were hooking it up. And, and so I just wanted you to know... <laughs> I swear to God, this is a true story. And so I am there at this party, and I have just forgiven him probably five months before because he promised me at a car accident. He went through the effort of hitting his car to make a dent in the front of it and this huge thing. And he said, I made it up. I took a bat, smashed the front of it to pretend like I'm next. I honestly, it just... 
I made a bad decision. And I'm like, dude, I got sued. I had to pay thousands of dollars. I swore to the lady that's what happened. You swore what... So emotionally, I was a young guy. I'm in my 20s, like 21, 22. I reached over and I started to do that whole shirt grab thing that would typically end a person in jail. And then I stopped myself and I stayed mad for probably a month. I mean, it was a deal where people were like, how are you? And I was just, oh, just, oh. How should I have handled that kind of situation? Because I had a lawsuit. We missed somebody's wedding. It was the worst thing that could happen in that business at that time, back in 2001. It's the worst scenario. What should I do? What could I have done? Well, on that note... I mean, one was he just emotionally recover. We just... <laughs> on that note, I, 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 did a little, I did a little work, and, and since I asked a question, before I answer that question, I've got to answer the, yeah, the, the other question that I asked. Yeah. The, lo- the Loyal Order of Moose is a fraternal and service organization founded in 1888. I knew that. With nearly <laughs> 1 million men in roughly 2,400 lodges. That's removed. It's the nice. Moose Lodge, right? Nice. And all 50 U.S. states and four Canadian provinces, as well as Bermuda, along with its female auxiliary, women of the Moose, with more than 400,000 members and roughly 1,600 chapters. So now, now we have the Moose Lodge figured out. Okay, we so, got to figure it out. We solved that. Okay, so what, so what do you do? What do you do? I mean, I emotionally, it was a guy who was still working for me at the time, who'd made up this extravagant story in here because he realized, because he's so manipulative, at the time of the celebration of the birth of the baby, yeah. that's when he's going to tell me the knowledge. Yeah. Because he's like, you know, how could you get mad at the celebration party, right? Yeah. And I'm like, I'm not kidding. We're there at the celebration of this birth of this baby, and I want to just hit him with a rock. And I didn't do it, but I was stayed so mad for so long. That I, Shame I, on I, you. I mean, so how, how do I deal with it? Shame on you that she let somebody else rob your joy. Mm. I mean, the thing about it is, is that, you know, if you allow, if you're, if listen, if your circumstances are dictating your level of happiness in your life, then that's not a good, that's not a good place to be, you know? So I'm going to ask you a question. I'm going to flip it back on you, flip young it. man. I'm going to flip it back on you, young man. What do you think your options were at that moment? What, what were your options? Well, well, walk me through the scenarios that could have... Could have happened. You could have, like you said, you could have grabbed him. And what'd you say on the what yesterday's was show? You were pain. like, take him out boxing. Is yeah, that, I mean, was, it was like, it was pain? a deal. Like, up until age 18, the move was just punch. So, like, I had stopped and I got yeah, married. So, yeah. it w- it, I was just thinking, like, I'm going to box him. It'll be the first time I've boxed somebody in a while. That was my whole thing. That was my first move. Okay. There's, there's, that's choice one. Okay. Next, next. Two choice. was I wanted to ruin his life. I thought, what I'm going to do is I'm going to make sure okay. that I fire him immediately. He's yeah. not going to have a job. And I'm going to tell anybody who ever calls and says, hey, where's this guy worked the last two years? That this guy is the worst ever. So, you're going to take it as your mission to, to make, just ruin to just, his, to just, just ruin it. Okay. Well, just the wrath of God. Okay. Okay. That's, that is an option. And so, we'll, third, call that two. we'll call that number two. Third, my wife told me, she said, let the vengeance of the Lord, let God have his vengeance, let him do it. You just you just let it go. Okay, so three, you can let it go. Any any more options? Those are the only options that I, I could think of. I didn't know Guido, I didn't have a guy with a lead pipe. Justin, can you think of any that he could have had too? Uh that's that sums it up pretty good. But uh I like option two. Uh but but this you said ruin his life. But that would take your time, your energy, and, and think about what you could do with your well, time. Well that energy. was that was number two. But it sounds like this guy was was uh, doing it to himself already, like he was ruining his own life. You just kind of let him. He's go. very happy yeah, about. Yeah. He's, he's like, happy about ruining his own life. Well, yeah. I would give you. I would give you a fourth option. What was that? As as the old bull in the room. Come would, on now. I would old give bull. you. I would give you the the fourth option in the room. And this might have been the most difficult one. Give but promotion. I, I would just gonna. I'm gonna throw this out there. Okay. Yeah. Because 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 I can. Um, four. You would you would terminate him, and forgive him, and go on with your life. Oh, you got to you got to forgive. You got to fire and forgive. Fire and forgive. Because if you don't, it'll haunt you. It'll eat at you. You'll be on antacids. You'll be upset. You'll be you just got to forgive. 
because unforgiveness only affects the person who's not forgiving. It only eats you. It only it only eats you up. I mean, he's happy. He's got a new baby. I mean, he's rocking. Woo! Look at my new baby. I'm gonna call him Clay. <laughs> that should get me. Yeah, that was crap. like the total kind of move yeah. was going on there. Oh yeah. Oh, I get it. I get it. The thing about it is, you say, listen, you you you've sorted out what kind of person he is now, and so shame on you. You know, get you once, okay. Get you twice, really? I don't think so. So you say, listen, you know, you. Um, I've decided that we're going to part ways and it's not working out. You need to move on. And then you need to just take a deep breath and forgive him and, and go on with life and not even as, as hard as it is hard. It's easier said than done. The whole kind of, you know, the whole kind of not I thinking will about it. I forgive you with a lead pipe. I will <laughs> take a lead pipe and forgive you with it. All over. Look, I'm forgiving Wait, your forehead. I'm forgiving your come body. Come my your shovel leg. named Billy. Oh, come here. Hey. Step into my. I'll let step you dig the hole. How's that? How's Why that don't you jump nice? in the river? I hit you over the head with a mallet. I forgive you. No, no. You, you let him go. Okay. And then you forgive him. And you move on in life. We come back. We're talking about more about the difficulties of executing a proven plan. My name is O'Neill Bent, and I'm from Broken Arrow, Oklahoma. I first heard about the uh, business workshops through my wife, Sharita Bent, and uh, I learned a lot more from her. And also, I got follow up calls from different members of the organization. Some of the things I've learned uh, about starting my business through Thrive is uh, making sure I'm spending my money on the things I need to spend it on. For instance, uh, like my search engine optimization, uh, my marketing, I'm constantly reviewing the content that I have on my website. And um, that's just a few of the things. The overall experience I've had from the Thrive Time workshop has been uh, wonderful. I love how uh, everything that we learn is practical. It's not based off of book knowledge. It's not based off of uh, someone else's ideas. It's based off things that have actually worked and uh, have been tried and true. When you walk in, I mean, we came into a smell of wood burning. Um, There's a chimney outside, so I, we walked to the building. And when you get inside, you almost feel like there's like a I don't know if it's, it's like a pub slash club slash work environment. It just feels really good. You have music blaring, uh, friendly faces, people saying hello. And then when you sit down in your seat, you have uh, nice, uh, comfortable chairs, a wooden desk to work on, um, and everything looks modern. So it's a, it's a really refreshing feeling. Clay's uh, presentation and, and teaching style is very um, efficient, effective. It's also endearing, though. Because he's, he's very comical. He'll talk about different things he's been through. Um, and they're all very funny. But he also hits the exact points he needs to hit the right time. Um, you never feel like, man, is he ever going to stop talking? You always want to keep listening. And then when it's breath, bathroom break time, your surprise is already there. So um, I like how he talks about just practical experiences. And uh, it's very enjoyable. The interaction of the workshop is, is mostly... Uh, Clay will, will give you information that you need to know, but then he also opens it up for questions. So there's always this um, question and response type of situation. And then there's certain things where um, he'll direct you to do things, and it's because he knows that that's the way to go. You might question it, but I highly encourage you just to listen and do. And to jump into a business and think that you know everything is um, the most prideful, arrogant thing you could ever do. But to come here, and to speak to someone who's already done this many times, has directed several businesses, and can give you wisdom and, and information. I think it's, it's wonderful. 
and I think uh, you you can never do anything on your own. You have to have other people around you to help you, and he's definitely helpful. The experience I've ex I've had at coming to the Thrive Time uh, workshops is I was never upsold anything. I mean, I come in, they do exactly what they say they're going to do, and they leave it up to you to follow up and do the work. And uh, I think that's the way it should be. So it's very straightforward, and they do what they say. I recommend that everybody should, should check out Thrive Time Workshop because there's so much knowledge and information there that you can use to help you run your business. And like I said before, I, I don't think you can do anything completely on your own. And when you have so much um, resource and knowledge in one area, you can use all of that and, and get exactly what you need. Welcome back to the Thrive Time Show on your radio. Dr. Z, DJ Z in the house. He, Dr. Z, your, your music mastery has really taken, it's, it's gone to another level here recently, and I've noticed it since we started doing the radio show. Yeah. First, your appreciation for barbecue has really gone up a next, to the next level. I mean, you now mm. have studied the beans. You now know the world's best beans are the world's best baked beans are irrefutably, and, and it's, it's proven. They're over there, over there, Oklahoma Joe's. You know this. Yeah. And then you got into the music game. It's just like, man, you're, you're, uh, you're already a very knowledgeable guy. But you're now becoming almost like a wizard where we could sit you down on any given Jeopardy show, and you could answer all the questions. Well, I'm, that's, what I'm, that's what I'm aspiring towards. You know, now that I have time freedom and financial freedom with my you know, businesses, that's, that's the thing I'm looking for. And... Also, uh, you inspire me with your old DJ company. And, you know, my speaking of hurt feelings and employees that hurt your feelings and people that have hurt your feelings and forgiveness and all the stuff we were just talking about in the yeah, last segment, yeah. I, um, I have a grievance with you. You do? Yes, I have a grievance. Is, there, is it bitterness? It's not quite bitterness because I don't try to carry that around, but it's, it's more like deep, deep disappointment. It's kind of hate mixed with, uh, really, it's, it's like, it's vengeance. Well, if you, if you took like you know brown sugar and put like disappointment in it, it'd be like bittersweet. It'd be oh. like uh, it's kind of well. Oh, do tell you know. what is going on. Let it off your heart. Well, back in the day, you know, your wife worked for me. I met you. I gave you one of your early DJ gigs, and you you just exploded. And then you were doing like I don't know, like four or five thousand events a year. You were just rocking and rolling. And then of course you sold the business, and now you're out of the DJ business. But all the years you're ramping that up and just rocking it and just killing it i was sitting there thinking behind my desk goes i i know surely 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 he's going to ask me one time out of four or five thousand events per year per annum to to come be a desk i mean a guest a guest dj and you know how many times you know you know how many times serious i am surely you can't be serious i am serious and don't call me Shirley. I, I dedicate that to you, Z. And, and you know how many times you asked me? Well, if you round it up, I mean, if you really look at the data, if you if you skew it up, you kind of you look at it, you look at the the, the, the trends. I'd be zero. You know, Z. I that's have a, that's a, that's how many times I have a song that I'm going to cue up for you right now because this is this goes out to you, and I just want I want you to okay. know this All is right. from the bottom of my heart, the bottom left corner of my heart. Listen to your heart by Roxette, and if you listen to your heart, and I'm you listening. and you. You I'm, need I'm to tell right the Thrive now. Nation what's going on in your heart right now. What's tugging at your heartstring, my man? Let it out. Let it flow. 
I was hurt. I was crushed. I was disappointed. Oh. And you know what? I I I was so hurt I couldn't even talk to you about it. You'd pass by, you know, picking up your wives, you'd pass by in life. And I just look at you with that look like, you know what I want. You would pump gas a lot Give of it. times with your cell phone on, like you didn't even care about life anymore. Give you were just wondering to explode. <laughs> Give me ask me. Ask me the question. I know that's burning in your mind to ask me. It's kind of like a couple in middle school where the girl wants to ask the guy. The, guy, the girl wants uh, the guy to ask, and the guy's going, I know you want me to ask, and he doesn't do it, so he yeah. passes a note. You get the dance. It's the it's last song. Tension. It's, it's the last song in junior high. You that's know, what was happening. Dance. You're up against the wall, and you're looking out <laughs> on the other side of the wall, and they're over by the punch bowl. Is that is that person that you want to ask you know, to dance? And you're Ashley. Like, <laughs> Actually. Or Amanda. <laughs> or Amanda. Someone from the 80s. And you never asked me to DJ, so now what I'm going to do, I put it on my bucket list, yeah. and I am throwing out a Thrive15.com challenge. What How is, is this possible? What is that? That You go to info at Thrive15.com, you write a little compelling story, email to us, and we're going to choose one. One event this year, hopefully it's going to be a cool event at a cool place. We're going to provide, Clay and I are going to come and DJ together. We'll bring all the equipment, it won't cost you anything. And I'll be able to check that off my bucket list. And it's going to be a fabulous, glorious, fun, fantastic night. I don't want to, over, I don't want to overhype it, but a lot of uh, hotels, they have a 13th floor. that they don't, they don't put on the elevator thing. They have like floor one, two, three, four, all the way up sure, to sure. 12. They skip 13 because they think it's kind of bad luck. Let yeah. me tell you what. We're taking you to the 13th floor. No one's ever been there. It's the undiscovered country. And when you get there, you're going to oh be the Christopher Columbus wow. of, of weddings. And you will discover a, an entirely new way of we go, weddings. Which boat are we taking? The Santa Maria? The pin, what is the Pinta? The the, well, we're going to bring some extra shoes. We can boil them if we run out of food. And so we're going to be one on the Perfect, pro- perfect. Yeah, so the, the, the Nina. The Nina. We'll call it the Nina. Oh, the Nina. The, that would be the one. The Nina, yes. So let so, us transform your norm. Let us let us do this for you. We're going to do one. Boom. Drop the mic. Drop the mic. Check it off my buck list. <laughs> And then, you know what? Then I'll finally be able to heal that little part of my heart. I want you to listen to Listen to Your scar- Heart by Roxette until your brain explodes, because that's going <laughs> to feed your soul. That little scar tissue is right there. It's just going to help heal it. Now, we have Justin, the, the founder of Elephant in the Room Men's Grooming Lounge on the show today. And uh, as, you, as you guys know, the Thrive Nation here, uh, the Thrive Time Show is all about the business coach experience that you can't get anywhere else. That's what we're all about, is teaching you, coaching your business on how to, how to, how to grow. And so, Justin, you're growing your business. Things are going well. This is kind of the inner dialogue that I can hear in your side of your head. You're going, whistle while I work, boop 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 and I'm having a good time, boop 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 and we're making some money, boop 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 we got thousands of members, boop 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 and then somebody comes in to the place, and they fake an injury. They, you know, we have cameras everywhere. We know it's not a real injury, but they fake it. Has this ever happened to you, my friend? Oh, yeah, yeah. So as you grow your business, you're going to have people come, people go. Um, don't get emotionally attached. It's just uh, part of the growth. Um, you're not going to have everyone forever. This is not a good fit. You need to free them on to better and, better, better and bigger things. But along the way, work, you know, whether it's uh, just sitting at a desk or, or, or manual labor, um, people you know, fake injuries, or they say, I've been sitting too long or staying too long. I've, I've, I've heard them all, you know? Um, but, and you look at this person and, and, and you think they want to try to get something for free, or um, this is how they have learned success in life, or this is what they were taught. And at first, how did you, how did you feel the first time this happened to you? Tell me, walk me through your heart, your brain, your soul. What were you thinking? I mean, what was going on in your head? 
Yeah, so you've worked hard and and uh, on your business, and, and you feel like someone's trying to take it from you or or, or take some of that that profit, um, and and so it makes you angry or upset. It makes you all Z, these emotions that we were just talking about. Z, on a practical level, how do you handle when because people are going to fake injuries? It's happened to me all the freaking time. What on a practical? What are, the, what are the steps? I mean, when you're a business owner and somebody fakes an injury, and you know you you got them. They're faking it. What do you do? Do you call an attorney? Do you walk me through what to do, my man? I mean, emotionally, and then actually, actually, literally. I mean, what are, what are the steps? Well, here's the deal. You've got workman's comp, and it's it's a big. It, you know, it just it's dirty. It's just a scam, and it's it's not fun. It's not friendly. And I would tell you out there, you turn it over to your workman's comp claims, and then you let them handle it. And you just you realize that that people out there are some people are going to, uh, here's, here's the deal. Here's the deal. I've gone into businesses before that have treated me as if I'm the one that's showing up that day to rob from them. Because mm. as you know, every business that has, say, 100 people that come in it, there's one that's trying to steal glasses from me. There's one trying to beat me out of something. There's one trying to, I mean, there's one out of 100 that's always trying to, you know, write you a bad check. I mean, they're, they're just trying to, to scam you in some capacity. And maybe 1% on the high side, but let's, that's for the fun of today's easy math. We'll, easy we'll, math. Easy math. Easy math. Easy math button, okay? So here's what, here's what happens. Some business owners do this. They can say, okay. Okay, buddy, gather around. Gather around. There's going to be one in today. Here we go. Or he's coming in, I know it. I feel it. I Every can feel day, it. He's coming in. It could be a she. Mm. We don't know. So what we're going to do is we're not going to let him get us. We're gonna, <laughs> No, no, we're going to. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to treat everybody as if they're that crook. And then that crook ain't going to be able to get us. But by doing that, you know, you make 25, 30 of them go, oh, this just doesn't feel good in here. I'm going to, mm. Oh, gosh, I got to write you. I got to give you three credit cards and two checks. And I got to give you cash to do the transaction. And you've got to keep my you got to keep my driver's license until my check clears. Yeah, I don't think I want to do business here. Yeah, but you're not going to get me. Z, I, I remember back in the day, the first time that someone wrote me a hot check at DJ Connection. Oh, yeah. I could feel it. That anybody could be the next person. And th- th- you know what? They're all they're all suspect. And I didn't I hadn't had this talk with you yet. I'm not kidding. This is a true story. I remember telling the guys. If anyone tries to write you a check, you shut them down. You shut them down. You shut them down. You, you shut them. You, you, you make them show ID. Yeah. You look them in the face and you shut them. You, you shut them down. Like you take Janet their Reno. car keys until that check clears. Absolutely. And I tell you what, if, if somebody calls to book a wedding, you get four phone numbers because they're going to book a fake address. And you We've call had them this happen. Right while you're sitting there. Somebody has booked a fake address to try to get a refund and sue us for not showing up for their wedding. You get a verification and you get four numbers. I'm not kidding. I told the guys, you get four numbers and you double verify that address. They're like, what does that even mean? You triple verify <laughs> it. You get that. I mean, it was like a deal when I said. And if a DJ loads out, what I want to do, I want to put like a homing pigeon, a pigeon that could go home in his in, car. In his car. I want that a will, GPS. Yes. That you embed that crap in his in his arm. I want that. I want to embed a, a GPS chip in the arm of every DJ. And if I, if he writes a check, we don't even use, we don't even look at checks. I don't even want to hear that word check again. And that's what I'm saying. And then what happens is, yeah, that one doesn't get you. Well done. Oh, you 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 the the one the one that was coming in to get you. <laughs> they don't get you. But what you do is you run off the other 25, 30, 35, 50 percent of the ones that want to do business with you. I can feel it, Z. It's coming any any moment. Stay tuned, DriveTimeShow.com. I'm Sam Parker. Okay. I'm Karina Parker. We live here in town. Um, we're looking to be in like the food industry. Thrive Time workshops, we've learned about advertising and what we need to do to get our name out there, what we need to do to get to the top of Google. 
know, the necessary steps that we need to take right now to get to where we want to be. The Thrive Time Workshop experience is, is really um, encouraging and it's, it's great hands-on um, information and stuff that we can relate to because we're able to talk to people here that are going through the same stuff that we are. There's motivation everywhere. If you don't feel motivated, then something's wrong with you. He's it's very upbeat. All over the walls. Yeah. Uh, he's very funny, uh, like a comedian, but at the same time, he wants you to learn. And so if you have any questions, he's willing to help you and uh, talk you through anything, any questions that you have, but at the same time making it fun and encouraging for you. He's also very candid. He doesn't hold anything back that most people are like, ooh, maybe I shouldn't say that because it's offensive. Yeah, you can tell he, he's being real. He doesn't real. care about offending people. No, he just wants to help you. <laughs> so I heard an advertisement that said to leave your wallet at home, and I mean, that's what it's been the whole time. It hasn't been like, oh, make sure you stop by our table in the back and buy 10 books and sign up for a two-year subscription with us. It was just like, hey, you know, what we do offer, there wasn't pressure, and it's a month-to-month -month thing. It's not like you're signing your life away. Thrive Nation. Z, I can feel at any moment the Thrive Nation the Thrive Nation has to become a conspiracy group. I mean, that's what we're trying to do here. The business owners out there, if you've ever been screwed, you have two options. One, you can become a conspiracy theorist. You can have black helicopters. You're looking around all the time. You're watching your film all the time. You record every call. You listen to every call. You trust no one. You see, you, you just become a conspiracy. You could do that. I mean, or, Z, you could let it go. We could let it go, right? Could you not let it go? I mean, yeah. yeah. So you, walk me you let, through, you if I'm a business owner, and I've had an employee lie on their resume. Again, we're talking about, someone asked us a question, a very simple question. They said, how many months would I need to be a business coach client before I see a return? I said, well, one, for face and body. They, they did 200% return in four months. Well, Kirkpatrick and Lye, he's an orthodontist. I've worked with the guy for five years. He has locations now in Tulsa, Tahlequah, Miami, Okmulgee, just opened up one in Joplin. And what we did for him is we did search engine optimization. We gathered customer reviews. We did call scripting. We did the Dream 100. We did the retargeting ads, and we did social media ads, and we did video marketing. And you know what? The guy has grown. But, in, but there's these emotional issues that are going to happen. They're so predictable. I see it over and over and over and over and over. So, Z, when people apply for a job, especially in the medical field, yep. where there's HIPAA okay. and there's all yep. sorts of um, – there's a lot of oversight. There's a lot of insurance. It's, it's very regulated. Have you ever had somebody lie on their resume, Z? Has this ever happened to you where someone made up a qualification or certification that they did not have? I'll start with you, my friend. Well, I tell you what, take out a coin. Take out a coin. Take out everybody take out a quarter right now. Or if you're don't if you're driving, just you keep driving. But if you're sitting there, you can take out and you can flip it. I'm gonna get my coin music out. <laughs> and, if it, and if it lands on on we'll say tails. Tails. Uh, there's a good chance something on the resume is not correct. What? Yeah. If it lands on head, there's a good chance something on the re everything on the resume is correct. You're saying 50-50, bro? I'm, it's you know, I mean, Google it. It's it's close enough to that that I mean, if you're going to you know, if you want to go outside and cage fight, you know, I mean, here's I, the I, thing: is know. Time Magazine would argue with you. They said that 56 percent oh, of candidates oh, are, are lying on their resume. Well, okay, 6%, that's uh, that's Time yeah, Magazine. Yeah, now yeah. that's an article called "You Won't Believe How Many People Lie on Their Resumes." Now that's that's sort of negative. That's a negative way to take the show. But you know, as a positive, as a positive news, um, according to Gallup, this is a good stat from Gallup. Um, a little more 
a little more than 70% of people dislike their jobs, and over 13% are actually trying to hurt the business. Now, that, that was a negative stat. Those are, those are negative stats, and that's why as a business owner... You that's know, not so, a positive stat. I know, I know, and that's why when people say, oh, you're so mean about talking about firing people, and, and you know, a lot of times you come in, and, and we talked about, we were talking about pruning earlier, you know, and pruning is is a very healthy thing. It actually increases. Increase, increases? So you're telling me... Whoa, 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 whoa. Let me get this straight. straight. Let me get this straight. Let me get this straight. You're telling me that if I have a healthy uh, tree, a healthy bush, a healthy fruit tree, or, or fruit bush, bush, and if I go and I actually prune, if I cut off, expertly talking, if I cut off actual living tissue off of that, it's going to stimulate more production in the next growth season. Is that, is that what you're saying? What you just said, I want to repeat it back here. I was trying to take notes of it. Let me repeat back what you said here. Okay. I, I recorded, right, right. I re, I'm, just, I'm trying to process, and I recorded what my mind thought you just said. Oh, okay. Well, this side be it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let me try it again one more time. Let me cue it back up. <laughs> All right, so what does that mean? Well, that means that in order to, if you love something, you'll prune it. If you love something and care about it, you'll prune it because pruning's healthy. Pruning creates more growth. Um, I mean, like, I love Jack Welch. I like quoting Jack Welch. I love I mean, when you I quote mean, Jack Welch. I mean, it gets me going when you quote Jack Welch. He's like he says, I mean, I, I didn't say this. I'm quoting him, so, you know, don't send the emails on me. But a good public execution is sometimes good for the business. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Uh, there might be somebody who is not happy with that quote. I Could know. you repeat it again? I Do I have to? A good public, I can't wait for them to put on Facebook again. Here we go. Execution or hanging, if you want, is good for the business. In other Ooh. words, they see you pruning it actively. They see you cutting off something that, that's going to stimulate growth. Did it's that on Thursday. Yep. Well, there you go. So by pruning is not an unhealthy thing. It's a it's actually a very healthy thing. And if you look at your business as if it were a blueberry bush, a blueberry bush or some type of, you know, fruit bearing bush, it could be pomegranate, you, you not like pomegranate. You, is that a, is that a is that a bush or a and it could it's a pomegranate bush tree? Okay, bush tree. I don't. It's know. a hybrid. If you knew know. anything about hybrids, you would have known that. <laughs> it's an eco boost tree. You know. You now, I want to ask you know? Justin this. Justin, you have hired people, and I've seen I've seen it happen. This is what how I would describe the Justin Moore experience. And if you disagree, you tell me. I believe you went out there and said, you know what? I'm going to mentor people. And my business, I'm going to teach as many people as possible how to become successful after you did it, because that's your heart. You're like a giver. You're a good guy. And then I think over time, you realized, okay, got screwed once, got screwed twice, got screwed by a guy in my own wedding party, got screwed again. And you just keep seeing it. And then eventually it's like, so now I've seen you get settle into what I could consider a sustainable mindset. This is what I'm seeing from my perspective, is you're now going, you're still the kind guy you used to be. But it's almost like people have to earn that respect now. You know, they have to earn that entrance into your... Uh, but how would you describe... I mean, I don't know. That's just my perspective. But I mean, talk to me for the thrivers out there who are like, oh my gosh, I trusted someone. They lied on their resume. I trusted someone. They faked an injury. I trusted someone. They stole cash. I mean, talk to me about how... Just what, what's your mindset now? How do you, what advice would you have? Yeah. So if you have a business where you're providing a service or um, a tangible item, you know, you probably want to benefit uh, the community or benefit someone by that service or by that item, right? So you're being generous by offering that service. Then you also are generous by hiring people and, and giving a place to to work, to feed their families, to, to grow, to make income, right? And so you, you trust their word, you trust their resumes, what they, they say. Um, and early on that was me. And, and then you realize that um, people will justify their actions. And so whatever circumstance they find themselves in that day or that week, 
they may do something against their their previous character and so um you, you get upset you you and then you and it's like, oh my gosh so along the way you need to learn from those and so you can't become bitter but you just come better by understanding and put yourself in a situation not to i'm thinking of very hot recent scenarios that are good ones z we had a guy who refused to fill out his handbook and worked there for less than 48 hours and then wants to file workman's comp or workman's, you know, what's about unemployment, that kind of thing. Yeah. What advice would you have for the entrepreneur out there who says, hey, you guys worked for me for less than two days. He refuses to fill out the handbook, and he wants to file unemployment as a threat. What, what, what is the practical, first off, what's the practical step I should take? And then second, emotionally, how do I handle it? Well, I mean, here's the thing. You just release it, and, you know, if he's threatening, I don't know what he's threatening with. I mean, if he wants to do it, he can go do it. I mean, it's the law, and people can file you know, even if you take them from full-time to part-time, they can still file unemployment on you. And people get so upset about unemployment. I've seen I've seen entrepreneurs spend, I shouldn't say waste, but spend hours. Hours. Hours typing and writing and emailing and, and, and coming to grips with. Because the only way you can really deny, the only in Oklahoma, uh, to the best of my knowledge, I'm not a um, workplace attorney. Uh, I will say that preferences. But to my understanding, the only way you can re, re, uh not give someone unemployment uh, compensation is if they were willfully trying to hurt your business. Well, we all know there's some employees out there trying to do that. I think the only the, the only but two that I know that, of is that they willfully try to hurt your business. You have proof yeah. of it. And if they if they write a letter of resignation saying they're they're choosing to go. I mean, no, if no, they, no, no. Even if they quit, really. Even if they quit, they can really? still get. Yes, they can still Woo! get. Up. Yes. See, we. well, see, this is why this is why he's here. He's been through it. You've seen been through twenty-five it. I mean, years of scams. I, I think you're helping a lot of people out right now. I, I've, I've been through. I've been through it many, 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 many times. And I will tell you um, that your your time is better off. The little bit that that costs you out of your pocket, the hard dollars that that really results in, and because there is some hard dollars that result in it, you'd be better off going forward and spending your time on making more money because your time's precious. You only have so much, and don't waste it on. Um, you know what? You is could, idiot is idiots too strong a word. No, I, don't, I, mean, I don't mean that in a. No, I don't mean. I'm not trying to be hateful. I'm just trying to like. You get to choose where you spend your time, and you can change. You can choose it. Um, chasing those kind well, of problems. As your accountability partner, I, I wanted to give you some synonyms you could have used. Okay, and maybe that's one fair. you find that's one that's fair. better. That's you fair. know, okay, that's uh, fair. One is is a fool. Okay, yes. One is a half wit. Uh, okay, <laughs> like a dunce. Well, yeah, oh, an yeah. ignoramus. Yeah, a cretin. Yeah, a moron, an imbecile. Okay, I mean, I think if you said those imbecile, all, that would have felt nice. A simpleton. A sim oh, simple, simple, simpleton in my mind would have felt nicer. So if you yeah. could just for future reference, we could just say simpleton, or you know, a complete uh, moron. That would be a complete, le less, a complete moron. less mean, I think. Now, Thrivers, I want to I tee up this, this thing here. Sam, our producer, okay? Sam, our producer, does a great many things. He's, he's probably uh, uh, Tulsa's number one uh, a hobby mechanic as well, and he's a power lifter. I mean, the guy's got these whole different... He's like a ninja. He's a, he's a lumberjack, for goodness sake. He Come really on. is. He's a number, lumberjack ninja. And so what happens is, Sam, the Hummer, I haven't driven the Hummer in six months, right? Because, yeah. you know, my dad's going away party thing. I backed over a bunch of nails. It had a bunch of stuff that had to be fixed, and the battery went dead. You take it to a place, and you said, there's how many warning lights that went on? There's 19 check engine codes. Okay, and so, you know, the thing is, we have 19 that go on. You go, okay, there's some things we got to do here. Well, I have noticed with um, business owners, when you don't measure your key performance indicators, and then you finally audit your business with a business coach, you're going to find 19 what, Sam? 19 what? Check engine codes. Oh, yeah, we have 19 check engines. So you're going to sit down with a business coach, right? You go to thrivetimeshow.com. You schedule your meeting, and we're going to find 
probably 19 check engine codes. So, Z, once, let's just say that you've discovered, Justin and I are going through this right now, we're going through deep diving on accounting as we take the elephant in the room into franchising. We're really getting into the details and yes, really yes, yes. refining it. When you find errors or issues, how do you emotionally process? Like, let's say you're auditing your company, or let's say you're diving into the numbers, or let's say there's just some epiphany that occurs where you go, oh, my gosh. I'm being robbed, or oh my gosh, the numbers aren't right, or oh my gosh, I can't believe we've auto subscribed for that three thousand dollar a month service, or <laughs> whatever. I mean, talk to you. How, how do you emotionally process when you see that many check engines? Because I'm sure it's happened in your business at one point where you oh, discovered abs absolutely. And your I'm auto auction story is the best about the 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 non-payment collection. This is my favorite story you've shared on the show. Oh, oh that, that's so you're. Uh, what we <laughs> can you share it again? Cause it's the best. It's the best. It's awesome. It's a good. It's a, you've already shared it before, so it's good knowledge. Yeah, absolutely. Let me. I'll get to that in just a second. But I mean, you asked me how you. Whenever you uh, yeah. you go in and you have all the check engine lights, you know how do you process it? Well, I processed it different when I was a thirty year old man than, than now that I'm a fifty two year old man. Yeah. And what happens in life is you have with these things. What I like to refer to as your high water mark. Okay. You know, we, we last weekend we got a lot of rain here in Tulsa. We had some uh, little, you know, flooding little areas around town and whatnot. And and you have what they call a high water mark. You know, you can go to the old oak tree and you can say, well, back in 1975, look how high the floods were then. I swear, back in 1947, the water was never higher. Back in 85, the flood in Tulsa was huge over there. And Riverside, ORU was underwater. It's kind of like Noah. I mean, his 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 water mark was, you know, just a little bit higher. A little than bit the, higher. A little bit higher. A little bit higher. Than the rest of a little us. bit higher. So what you do is you figure out as you're like, you know, at some point you go, well, okay, that's not as bad as it was, you know, a few, you know, four or five years ago. I mean, it's not as high as a high water mark, but you also realize that as being the boss and being the one that can do something about all the check engine lights, you take a deep breath. You say, okay, let's just, let's just, as we said earlier, bosses make big obstacles, same, small. And so you do that in your own mind too, you know? And so you, you say, okay, what, okay. Now that I found the problem, you know, thank goodness I found it because that's what our in-person workshops do more, more than not is people come in and go, Oh, well, that's why my business isn't growing. Mm. You know, that's, I don't know what I don't know. So every now and then that's why we love business coaching. We love going in and popping the hood on the, on the truck, the old Hummer and getting in there and starting it up and connecting it to the computer and figuring out, you know, what engine lights are going off. So then you know what to fix. So you can sit there all day and turn the key and you know, nothing's, Nothing's happening. That's why I gave it to Sam. I said, Sam, just make it happen. Because there's there's a litany of issues, I'm sure. And I, I just, I, I can't. Uh, let's give it to an expert here. You know, now Sam. Is oh, no, wait. All, now let me, oh, let me sure. do with the auto yeah. auction oh, story hey, now. You yeah. want me to do it out? Well, we got to come back after the break. This story. Oh, well, got to tease him with it. See, we, we are, we are, we have to hit the, the brakes right on, right on point because we have these great advertisers. We've got Oklahoma Joe's. you got Regent Bank. Yeah. You've got some great Robertson Tires. I mean, there's some great people out there. And what you got to do is you got to make sure. You hit that break, Z. So you can't give away this special story. When we come back, though, this story, it almost made me cry when I heard this story. Oh, that's good. That's good to know. No, I'm serious. It sucked my soul, and I oh, wanted. To, I to felt know. bad, and I felt like I needed to do something, but there's nothing I could do. And you've made it through it. You're still smiling. Oh, yeah. You're just looking incredible. I'm excited. It's the Thrive Time Show on your radio. Check it out, thrivetimeshow.com. My name is Sean Lohman, and I'm from here in Tulsa, actually, Owasso. I own a residential redevelopment company, so I buy properties, and then I fix them up, and then I sell them for a profit. Well, Thrive is very non-industry specific, so when we come here, there's business owners from all different aspects of business. You know, they're doing all different industries, and he's teaching us how to look at 
it from that angle because he's he owns nine businesses. Clay Clark owns nine businesses, so he's he knows what's in common with all of them. So he's teaching these big principles, things like just the backbone of how a sales conversation should look, or specifically what your your marketing campaign needs to look like in order to make it be sustainable. Um, those are some of the biggest things that I'm going to take away and implement immediately. It's, a, it's an intimate environment. You know, there's less than less than 30 people here, business owners. So you get a chance to ask questions, and it's just really informative and um, inspiring. Oh, this place is cool. There's a lot going on in here. There's a lot to look at. Um, there's a lot of uh, inspiring and motivational things on the walls and lots of accomplishments and just uh, a very cool yet productive atmosphere. I'm coming in here yesterday and you know we're, there's a sales team in here, it was Friday. So you know they're, they're ringing appointment bells and hitting gongs when they're making sales and it's just a really um, motivating environment to be in to see you know, how, this, how this business is done, basically. Clay's presentation style is really great. This is kind of a no BS, very direct sort of style, but he'll also get you know, non-specific with, with what he's teaching, and then he'll get very specific, and he'll use stories throughout the process to really help it connect to you and, and make it implementable. Consistently, he is, he's offered an opportunity to ask questions at the end of each workshop, and so that's really where you know, the learning takes place, is asking those questions and, and getting those direct answers so that we can you know, take those action items away from that. Uh, I don't see enough questions being asked, and sometimes that's just natural, um, but if people are missing out on the opportunity to ask questions, they're missing out on the opportunity to learn. And so if there's anything that's going to stop you from learning and growing, it's you. If you're here, you're going to learn and grow as long as you're motivated to do that. And these other seminars that I've, I went to six actually in the last year. So uh, of these six, uh, at, at every single opportunity, you know, at the end, they're always, there's always a back of the room thing. Hey, you can spend a little money here and get this or that or this. And although those things are helpful, that's not always necessarily the best feeling we want to get. So he wants us all to know, and he's very clear about the fact that he's not trying to upsell us anything. His motivations are different. He's not trying to sell us. He's trying to help us. He's trying to mentor us. And he's very open about it. So I'd say it's, it's awesome. That aspect of it's awesome. We need more people who are motivated in this world. We need more people who are willing to become entrepreneurs, who are willing to create jobs. We need more of that. There's not enough of it. So that's, the, to me, the message. That's the, the goal is mentor a million people is this company's idea. And it's a beautiful idea. And I'm behind it 100%. So I want to contribute in any way I can as I move forward. This is just awesome. All right, welcome back to the Thrive Time Show on your radio. We're talking today about how to make your business grow, the proven path. As a business coach, uh, we can show you the path. We can also help you execute the path. But what happens is when you begin to execute the plan, uh, many of you have begun to email us questions you know, about the same kinds of questions. You're implementing these systems. And so the question came in. It says, how many months would I need to be a business coach client before I see a return? Well, I told you, face and body, within four months, basically doubled sales. Kirkpatrick and Lye over the last five years has now, you know, they're in Tulsa, Tahlequah, Miami, Okmulgee, and now Joplin. Uh, the Tulsa Oilers, in 28 months, they've now set their season ticket record for the most attendance sold ever in a season, the most for a game. And how are they doing it? Well, they're, the, the Tulsa Oilers specifically are implementing key performance indicators, call scripting. You can write these down here. Key performance indicators are measuring the numbers. Second is call scripting. Three is they have a no-brainer ad. It's basically four tickets for $10. You really need to check it out. Go to TulsaOilers.com to get the info. Social media ads, 
retargeting ads. That's the ads that follow you around all over the internet. You know, search engine optimization. So they're coming up top in Google for the things you're looking for. Video marketing, the Dream 100. They market to local businesses. But Z, when people start to execute a system. A lot of people aren't like the Oilers. They don't execute everything because they get this emotional blockage. They run into drama. And your auto auction was rocking. Things are going good. Uh, allegedly, you were so excited about the auction, you were thinking about tattooing Z66AA.com on your chest. There was a lot of excitement going on. And then one day, something happened. Can you tell the Thrivers what happened? Well, you get a call from the bank, and you're kind of like, you don't, you don't, you're, you're, you don't have any money. Uh, how much uh, money do I have? Not. Uh, you know, you're like, you know, millions of dollars uh, upside down. Whoa, hey, well, okay, well, guys, we can work it out. Well, like, we're, we're selling a lot of cars and we're real busy and, and something, what's going on? Then you're like, this, uh, is not sir, good. this is not good. I'm not really sure what's going on. I'm just looking at the math here, and it appears that there's less money in the account uh, than there used to be. Actually, there's, there's negative money in that account. So I said to myself, this is, oh, this is some kind of mistake. Re reject that. And they did. They and did. it wasn't a mistake. And it wasn't a mistake. And I go in. And you go into the bank. And I say, hey, guys. You're not going to the auto auction. I'm like, hey, guys. What's up? What's hey, up? Hey, what's hey, up, Z? Hey, hey Z's. Hey, Z's. Hey, Z, whoa. Oh, the whoa. boss is here. Party, party, Come party, on party. now. It's a birthday cake in there. Come on. Hey, whoa. let's get some punch. And I'm like, what's going on? Uh, and come to find out, we were doing all these, we were gathering cars, we were selling cars. Gathering cars, selling cars. We were paying off the transactions for, get the titles for the cars. Titles for the cars, money's coming in, money's coming out. And then they forgot one little step. And they forgot one thing. To get the money. What? I know, they were not collecting. Who wasn't collecting? <laughs> what? Well, we didn't have a person responsible for that, which has been resolved post-haste, because we just all assume I thought, okay, um, <clears throat> surely my team knows that in, on the checklist of life, that if you don't have someone that is directly responsible for it, if you just have a team over it, in other words, it's kind of like, okay, guys, uh, yeah, make sure, you know, the last, <laughs> the last step is, is to get the money and then make sure it gets deposited. But I mean, it's really not the last step. Depositing it, putting it in the bank account is actually the, the final step in the process, right? And there wasn't one person that was specifically responsible for I that. I can only one-up you on this story because mm. I, have, I used to suffer from a serious jackassery. Mm -hmm. And so as a young married man, we're headed up to Minnesota for my high school. Minnesota? We're headed up to Minnesota. And uh, my wife and I are having a discussion, and I'm very myopically focused. And you know this: the I almost kill somebody while driving. If, if you, you are, you are, sir, you are the the world's best business coach, but you're also certified as the world's worst driver. Yeah, I mean, so these, my, are, these are two certifications. I so know you have. My personally. wife says, "Can we pull over?" And I said, "Why?" She said, "I just want to pull over for a second. I want to check on Havana. Havana. Havana was a young baby, you know. She's 12 now." So I said, "Okay, sure." So she said, "I want to check on her, make sure she's okay." And it just keeps happening. And I'm like, "I just want to go to Minnesota. I don't want to do this 12-hour trip anyway. So let's just." I'm getting soaked because we keep pulling over. So I, I hear her shut the door, right? And then I figured she's in the car. I just start driving because she said, "I want to get in the back of the car to nurse the baby," you know. And I'm going, oh, "Yeah, okay." So I said, "Okay, sure." So she shuts the door and I drive off. Well, here she thinks that I'm somehow <laughs> mad and I just drive off. She's not in the car. No. Oh, my God. So I drive from I-44 and Skelly. Our, our office was 5800 East Skelly. I drive from there 
probably 12 miles. You pull the Dumb and Dumber instead of listening going to left like, to, to yeah. the Rockies. You I'm, right, <laughs> dude. I'm listening to I'm listening. I'm going. I'm getting an I-44 headed out towards Joplin. I'm listening to my R&B music, and I'm like, Hey, I realize you're a little frustrated that we keep pulling over, but it's a thing. We just got to get going. Eventually, we have to get going. Eventually. And I'm like, You can't just not say anything. I mean, this is ridiculous. We've been in the car now for like 10 minutes. You got to say something. Oh no. And I look, and Havana's just smiling, and she's a little baby, <laughs> and Vanessa's not in the car. And I'm like. Oh, no. So I turn oh, around. Well, awesome. it's a definite 20 minutes back. And at this point, I mean, the rage that I put her through, she thought, like, oh, mm. my gosh, who is this nut job? Takes off with our kid, leaves in the middle who of the night. Who is this nut job? Yeah. And so that all happened. When you don't know who's clearly responsible for something, like yes. who's checking who's in the car, um, You can these, these things can happen in a business. If you scale a business, like in your case, where you do thousands of transactions. So, my man, how did you fix it? What did you do? Did you sell a kidney? Did you sell a lung? What did you do? Well, thank goodness kidneys are still worth a little bit of money. I mean, you know, I had two, so I didn't know. What, what we did is we just were purposeful we got our we got our list we found out who the oldest money was we just went and we just physically just pounded on these folks and we got our money i mean because that you know i know it sounds crazy but a business will slow pay you if you give them the opportunity a business will what slow pay you if you give them the opportunity if you're not purposeful in collecting the money they'll go well i guess we've done on 30 days so i'll just i'll just wait 60 Hey, I'm going to go 90. Maybe he's on a 120 plan. I don't know. He hasn't said anything. I'll keep it in my account. I'll keep that interest. I'll beat him out of another month of interest. I mean, they will do it on you. And so you have to be purposeful. You know, we're all about growing the business. We're all about making the sale. We're all about marketing, branding, branding. time management. But the, the, the thing you can't forget, which I, I, I have, I have. So then what we did is we hired someone to listen. I sat at the desk and I said, listen, you see the step of, the, of this process? Yeah. That's your step. That's all you do, baby. That's your you step. Work it. Now, if you get caught up on that and you're done with that step and you've got no more, I'll add a few other things to your plate. Don't get me wrong. Because, you know, I know I know you want to be busy. I know you're a hard worker and I know you want to stay busy throughout the you day. You collect those checks. But that is your sole purpose. That That's you. That's you. Now, when we come back, I want Justin to be able to ask you, because he's growing this elephant in the room. It's on the verge of franchising. Many great things are happening. So many great things are happening. He's got leads coming in everywhere, websites, top of Google. He's got a great team. Really great things are happening. But he's actually growing a business. This is not a theory. A lot of listeners out here go, I want to start a business someday. But Justin, how long ago did you start? Is it about five years ago? Yeah, just, just over five years. Okay, so any questions that you have for the Zolhan, any question that you maybe, or maybe questions that you would have had as a younger guy, maybe questions you go, man, five years ago, I wish I would have been able to ask somebody that. Because I, I think that's so valuable because you're actually in the trenches. I mean, this is not theory for you. I'd love for you to be able to ask any questions that are just going through your cranium because growing a business can be very, very hard. And it's not every day you have... Your, 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 your Yoda, your business Yoda inside the box that rocks. We have the Z. Z, it's, it's ecstasy when you're next to me. I'm so excited you're here in the box. And we're going to pepper you with questions, my man. Ooh, I can hardly wait after the break. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to uh, take a little meditation and be ready to go. All right, thrivetimeshow.com. Check, check, check it out. Might want to sing it note for note. Don't worry. My name is Tyler Schultz with Witness Security from here in Tulsa. Well, I actually started listening to uh, Thrive on the radio, 1170, and uh, then I got my dad into uh, listening to the show, and then it actually turned into Clay gave us a call, and uh, we started actually working with Clay on a 
weekly basis. He's helped us drastically when it comes to the SEO getting us high, a little bit higher in different markets. Uh, we then he offered the conference and just learned a lot when it comes to the sales and uh, the employee side of things. It's gonna help our business drastically. Oh, very uh, intuitive, just uh, pulling you in to break down each part of your business. Uh, the interview process, the employee process, uh, if employees not working out, we let them go. It's a drastic experience. You just have to come and check it out. I mean, there's so many things that they can help you with. Clay's a funny guy. Uh, he just wants to get into each and every uh, person's business and help you out. Oh, I know I've asked a couple of questions and he's uh, broken down that question and answered it uh, in several different ways. There, there are so many different things. The SEO, uh, first and foremost, he will help you get the, the more business coming in. And then once that is coming in, then he uh, helps you with the employee process of, uh, do I need to hire more people? Do I need, what, what do I need to put in place? And he gets you there. You hear of all the other different type conferences, and I, I myself have never been to one, but uh, the walking on coals and all that stuff, that just seems like a bunch of hype that isn't really needed. And I know of several people that have gone to those type conferences, and yet they haven't, because there's no action, actionable deals, you really don't have any moving forward steps. It's just hype, and it's not needed. Well, just the cost in and of itself versus $6,000 for one conference and no actionable steps versus $1,500 and there is actionable steps. Uh, you can't beat it. Thrive Nation, if you are shooting for the stars, if you're trying to make copious amounts of cash so that you can have the time freedom and financial freedom that you have always dreamed of, you have found the right show. It's the Thrive Time Show on your radio. My name is Clay Clark. I'm the former SBA Entrepreneur of the Year. I'm a father of five human kids. I am a hobby chicken rancher. We have uh, two incredible rabbits, 72 trees, four incredible cats, Life is good at Camp Clark and Chicken Palace, but we are just like you as an entrepreneur. I am navigating the tricky waters of entrepreneurship, and luckily I've been able to get to the success that a lot of people are chasing, but there are so many difficult twists and turns, tough decisions, issues that come up along the way. And so when a Thriver asked us this great business coach question, they said, how many months would I need to be a business coach client before I see a return? I'm giving you examples. The Tulsa Oilers, in 28 months, have set every attendance record possible. Uh, you know, elephant in the room. Justin didn't start this yesterday, but in five years, he's got three locations. He's on the verge of franchising. He's created the brand. He's built a, a world-class website. They have a call center that's growing. They have a workflow system now. They have processes. He's building training videos. they got search engine optimization. They're gathering reviews. they got social media. He's been in the news quite a bit, public relations, grand opening events, mailers. I mean, he's done all the things. But, Justin, along the way, you've probably run into some issues. And I want you to be able to ask Z any question that maybe you have, because I know there's thousands of people out there who probably have the same questions for Dr. Z. So, sir, back to you. 
So I've got a couple different questions, and I won't throw them all at you at once. But we started the segment talking about, um, so you've got a business. You've done your, your search engine optimization, your SEO, um, your customer review gathering, your call scripts. You're looking around. You've got people at your door. You've got people calling your phones. And you look around, and you need a staff. You need people that are solid, that can show up, that can work nights and weekends, which most people probably don't. So, so um, Dr. Z, with all these thriving businesses that you've had and you do have, um, how do you find your A employees to grow the company? Do you, do you drive down to like the, the bus stop, the Greyhound, and say, hop in, guys, we've got a, a job for you? You know, where do you find those A-plus employees that can take your vision and that are reliable, that can show up, uh, that can work those schedules, nights and weekends? How, how do you find them? Where do you find them? In the early days, I kind of had a move. Ooh, we had a move. Here we go. I, I kind of had a move. I want to hear this move. I've never heard that. Z, th when you say the move, you know what I think about? What, what do you think I, I about? I think about your theme song. Now, your new, your new official theme song. So I got super far from the microphone as my, my excitement. What was your move, Z? My move. What was your move? I tell you what. I'd go, I, I'd find people and make them an offer they couldn't refuse. What kind of offer did you make them, Z? Come on. When they couldn't refuse, that's Wait, the offer. Well, I'll tell you what. I refuse to accept that. You can tell me the offer you made. No, I'm telling you. Let me tell you my little secret move. Here's what I would do. Is my challenge was is that at Dr. Robert H. Ziller and Associates PC, we were open seven days a week. Seven. Seven. And most doctors, uh, most optometrists, most dentists, most people in the, in the medical field, they want to be open about four, maybe four and a half days. They want to do the and Monday I through Thursday. I coach these guys, and I'll say four is like you're really pushing three, five. Three, four and a half three. is, I mean, yeah. four is. Four, four and a half to, you know, five is, I mean, that's a, that's a long week. You, you got know some I mean? unicorns. You know, five four, days yeah. a week, that's a Tuesday, unicorn. Tuesday through Thursday. <laughs> so my move was is that it's kind of like, okay, I'm open seven days a week. So going around and trying to find the average person that wants to work in a medical practice um, wasn't, wasn't the move. You know, you couldn't really find that person because they're mm. kind of like, you know, I want weekends off, and I only want to work a half day here. Not Fridays. Fridays technically know, the weekend in our industry. Stuff done. Sundays is unethical. Know, Saturday, yeah. no, couldn't do it. No, I couldn't do it. That's no. just not right. It's Friday night, no way. So I said to myself, self, who's got a worse schedule than I do? Uh, restaurant. People, restaurants. They work late. True. Oh wait a second, the mall. The mall. Oh, 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 the mall. Oh. The mall's open seven days a week, and it's open later than we are. Oh, man. <gasps> and there's hundreds of people working in there. Is that why I saw you in Bed Bath & Beyond? A and lot. Like the, 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 a lot. The, it was Bath & Body Works. You're in there all the time talking well, about like soap. The, you're in the gap. You're running around there. I, I like spilling the lavender. I mean, I'm kind of in the lavender soap. So I'll go you're kind of on the outside of Victoria's Secret. You're not in it. You're not a creeper. You're on the outside of it. You're kind of waving down people going, hey, you know, seriously, I, I'm, I am... At, I'm interested in things. Come out here and talk to me. We walk around the clipboard. And and the ultimate interview is to go into a business. Oh, come on now. The ultimate interview is to go into a business and, and act like you're trying to buy something and see how the employee responds with you. Mm, this was my little secret. I'm trying move. to get these three lotions, and I don't and, normally um, come to Bath and Body Works. Is this more lavender than this one? Is this lavender, this or is this like considered a, daffodil? This is a deep, a, a deep, this is deep lavender, but I think this one smells Where's more lavender. Where's your pumice? Where is it? Is this pumice? you have a lavender pumice? Because I can't, you know, find... <laughs> so what you do is you go and you find bright, articulate, seemingly normal-ish. And I know you've done this. Oh, yeah. 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 And you have a little thing in your in your, in your, in your, your hip pocket called business cards 
Business cards. Business, like business time. Business time. And you would literally, and I'm not kidding you, steal them, please. And, and I, I know people out there going, oh my gosh, that, you're that guy that came into Bath Body Works and took Rebecca. Arthur Greeno and I had to have this conversation because Arthur runs a Chick-fil-A and I did not know that he owned that Chick-fil-A. Yeah. And Arthur was like, you are hiring my people. <laughs> we need to have an agreement yeah, yeah. that, you know, and I go, okay. And I, so I, I quit doing it. But I'm telling you, Chick-fil-A has already found some great people. Starbucks, whoa! So Boom! It's a move, and they and they've trained them well, and they they have energetic and high energy people. And the good thing about it, when you go in the mall, and it's nine o'clock on a Friday night, and and some kids in there in Gap just hustling, just hustling, you know, or eight thirty or whatever, because the mall closes at nine, I guess, or whatever. You say to yourself, okay, one, they must need a job, right? I mean. Let's just let's just put the filter out there. They really need a job because some people come to a job interview and they'll be like, "Well, you know, I really I need a little bit of money, but you know." Has somebody know, today uh, tell me they're willing, they're willing to do anything that it takes? They just want to make sure they're done by five. Right, exactly. So I'm just and, and, and so you're anything sitting there, it takes. You're sitting there at the Gap at eight thirty. You're like, this is this is a sharp young person. You know, this is a sharp young person. Then I I can give them a, at least a better schedule than Gap can. Absolutely, right? yeah. And. And you find, and then probably pay them a little bit more. Right? I actually hired quite a few people from Cheddar's and from uh, TGI Fridays and different places. My whole move was again just exactly your move: go in there, meet these bright people, um, and then I offer them a little bit more than they're making now, better schedule, whatever. And I want to ask you this though: when you have these optometrists and it's time to tell them to actually work on a Friday night, because you're open, how many? What are your hours there, man? What are your hours? Well, we open it. Uh, we start seeing patients for like nine to six Monday through Friday, and then nine to five on Saturday, and then on Sundays we see patients from like twelve to four. Now, Justin over here at Elephant in the Room, what are your hours for the Elephant in the Room Men's Grooming Lounge? Monday through Friday, ten to seven, uh, uh, and then on Saturdays nine to five. And we're actually closed on Sundays. So, well, Clay, you asked me what hours we see the doctors yeah. see, but we're open longer than that. The the office, the office is nine to seven through the week, nine to six on Saturday, and then uh, uh, twelve to twelve to to five on Sundays. So there's a lot of parallels in that most people want to get their hair cut when they get off of work or yeah. on the weekends. Yeah. There's a lot of parallels. People want to get their glasses when they're not at work or on the weekends. Correct. And you've had to have conversations with optometrists. Well, the thing about it is, I mean, they know going in, it's not like, oh, I forgot to mention. I know. You've got to work you, on a Sunday. I know, but you've said these. You, you say statements in the way you're a powerful person. I've Oof. seen you do it where you're a person who's compassionate, but you're a man about conviction. And I see you where you say things in a way where they're not a suggestion. You say things that this is going to happen. It's a declarative statement. It's not an interrogative statement. You're not asking a question, you know, do you want to work these hours? You're stating it's happening. And I want to hear how you do it because every entrepreneur feels a little guilty sometimes when they have to staff their team on hours they don't want to work. Stay tuned. Drive Time Show. This is my wife, Jensen. Uh, Watts, we have, she has a photography business that we're trying to get um, up and growing. So I, you know, listen to talk radio. I drive a lot for work um, and, you know, got tired of listening to radio all the time and I can't plug my phone into my truck. It's, it's too old. Um, and so, you know, one day the Thrive Show was just in place of the talk show I normally listen to um, and it was, you know, definitely more entertaining than most radio shows um, and so that's you know it took about a week or two before I actually looked more into it I think it's wonderful it's, it's been great it's a great environment um, I love the feel in here and I really love how you know entertaining uh, Clay can be as well 
Yeah, I am so grateful to be here, and um, I've loved just learning everything. I'm, I'm learning a lot about branding and how to market my business, because that's kind of where um, I've had a hard time is I can take pictures, I'm good at it, I have my prices and everything, but it's hard to get the clientele, so learning about the marketing has really helped me, and I can't wait to implement it into my own business after this, because it's been so great. We're so grateful to be here. I think I can go home and... Like, I have it written out, the, the steps that I need to take and, and everything, it's very practical. Yeah, a big thing that's, that's helped me, um, you know, even without business stuff is just, you know, a, a mental attitude aspect they have that I can apply to my current job and current life. I love it. I am laughing a lot of the time and it's so entertaining and I, I just love being here. It's awesome. I I really like the smaller class group, um, so it is more of an interaction. Even if it isn't, you know, a constant, raise my hand, here's the question, here's the answer. Um, it's just that kind of feel, just just a smaller It's great. Yeah. They haven't tried to upsell us anything. It has all just been very knowledgeable, and they are just teaching you how to grow your business. So yeah. Clay's been very giving with his, his time. Um, his knowledge, his talents, um, you know, at work, you know, when I was telling people about this, like, I hope you're not joining some get-rich scheme, yeah. that, you know, even if it is, he's not going to charge me for it, so, yeah, I'd recommend it, um, I mean, I would even love to come again. Three, two, one, go. Sing it, Thrivers, here we go. Zeke, come on, crank it up, man, here we go. Damn. Driver, sing along. Here we go. Down at this yellow haired girl, Mr. Jones racks up a conversation. Come on, Travis, here we go. Uh oh. Flamingo dancer. Okay, sorry. The song gets weird after this sorry, point. Sorry. It gets weird sorry, after that. But sorry. anyway, the whole song at no point does he attempt to rhyme either. It's just he's so baked and he has so much dreadlocks and so much passion. No one even questions the fact that. The song Mr. Jones doesn't make a whole heck of a lot of sense. No, but it's fun. I like it. It's 1984-ish, I think. Really? Yeah. She's suddenly beautiful. You know, it's just... It was 84. We all want something beautiful. You know, it's just... Man, mm. it's No, just, it's 94, it's, I think. Yeah. It's just... The, I could read the lyrics for an hour and a half and not understand them. It's like a haiku within a haiku within the Matrix, within a dream. Back to the story. We're talking about how to grow a successful company. People have asked, if I hire a business coach... How long will it take for me to see a return? And I'm giving you examples. One, face and body. Doubled the size of their business in four months. Kirkpatrick and Lie. I've worked with these guys for years. Kirkpatrick and Lie Orthodontics. Great people. Okay? But they execute the system. So they've done really well. Tulsa Oilers. 28 months. I mean, these guys, in 28 months, they've doubled their season tickets. They set a record. They filled up the entire BOK. You know, 16,000 capacity people, uh, 16,000 capacity seats can fit in there. People can, 16,000 fans can fit in those seats. And they filled it up. My wife and I went to the game. It was crazy. There's like a line wrapped around the thing. Then Elephant in the Room. We have the founder right here, Justin Moore, Elephant in the Room. And as he's growing his business, um, he's implementing all the moves. He's got a call center going now. He's got call scripts workflows. He's got search engine optimization. He's top for every term. He's got Facebook marketing. He's got retargeting ads, PR, grand opening events, a world-class experience, Google reviews for days. He's got the stuff. He's on the verge of franchising. But, th but then stuff hits the fan. You run into the real life of owning a business. And one of the things we have is scheduling, Z. And I was just asking you before yeah. the break, with your optometry clinic, you are open seven days a week. Yeah. And with Justin's business, they are open at night and on weekends. 
What do you say to somebody, an optometrist or doctor or some kind of person who works for you, when you give them the schedule and they're the one working on Sunday or Saturday? How, well, you, how do you do you it? Neg- well, you negotiate that before you hire them. I mean, there's not any surprises because surprises are not good for employer or employee. What? What? I, didn't, I was going to work on Saturday. So you ne- everything's negotiable up front, so there's no surprises. It's kind of like, hey, it's kind of like, uh, it's kind of like, oh, I can hurry to get my paycheck because I don't know how much you're going to pay me. Oh, that's gonna be fun. Well, It'll be like a wonder, paycheck roulette. I, I wonder what he's gonna pay me because we didn't talk. We didn't negotiate that. This is gonna be surprising because I know he's a real. I've heard. I've heard he's a real. You know, giver. He's a giver. He's a giver. So no, you everything's negotiated up front. And so, hey, low man on the totem pole. You know, my daughter just started working for me um, as an optometrist. The Bridget um, boss. Hey, Bridget. Doctor Bridget. Doing? How you doing, baby? She's girl? a great American. She's a great American, and she's bringing new energy, and she's just being awesome in the in the in the practice, and everybody's. Everybody's enjoying her, and uh, and she's working weekends. Why? Because that's what the low, that's what the rookie does. The rookie wait, 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 wait! You made your own kid start off at the bottom. Yes, and I told her, and she knows this, and this is a fact. You know, sometimes if, if you don't do that, you you will not have the respect, and this is going to be something that's going to be you know handed off to her. I mean, she's the next generation, right? So she's the future of the practice, and so that's how you earn the respect. That's how you do it. You know, every now and then we'll have a say a Sunday that doesn't have coverage or, you know, just the way it works out, sick, this, that, you know, broken foot. I mean, stuff happens in life, right? Right. And so I got to get get out the gold scrubs and show up. And it's, it's kind of fun. It scares my employees when I show up to work. But Because it, you no longer have a knowledge of optometry. <laughs> no, you're running in there and you're going, <laughs> no, well, I swear for you, I you do. look like the kind of man. How tall are you? Five, uh, eight? The, okay, why don't you get some 2040s? 2040? Yeah. You look like a 2080 vision. Now the optometry board's going to call me. Uh, it's, come to our, it's come to our knowledge uh, that your co-host has confirmed that you have no knowledge. We're reading the transcripts of this show about yes, business coaching. Yes, exactly. And yeah. uh, we've noticed not only do you say Thanks, the word business coach a lot, but you also, your co-host, Host openly professes that openly you, no, but you actually you do stay up on your game. You go to the ongoing oh, education. Sure, sure, sure. These are you things you do. Yeah, you have to, and it's enjoyable and it's fun. And it was my first love and my first business, and so it'll always be near and dear to me. But the point is, you negotiate it beforehand, and that's what's so beautiful about going around to businesses that you know the people working in them. You can offer them a better a better environment. You can offer them more money. You can offer them a better schedule because those are the three things that people really care about. They want what? They want more money. Uh huh. They want. What would you say? More money. A better schedule. Better schedule. And a better work environment. Better work environment. Yeah. I mean, they get to wear scrubs at my place and sneakers. I mean, that's just cool. That's beautiful. Uh, that's, now, that's, Justin. That's, that's a beautiful thing. Justin Moore's growing this elephant in the room. They're approaching 90 employees, about ready to franchise this thing all over the planet. You'll remember when you heard this show, you'll go, man, you know, because one of our partners, you know, Jonathan has OxyFresh and they've got hundreds and hundreds of locations and people go, I remember John when he was an ORU guy. You're gonna you're gonna hear about Justin someday. You're gonna go. I remember when the elephant in the room just had those three locations. When Kirk Fryer was the first member, Justin, you've got a tough question for Doctor Z coming in hot. Here we go, man. You 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 just come in hot. Put him on the hot seat. All right. So getting some some knowledge here. So everyone, get your pens, your paper out here. Um, so you're growing your business. You, All right. You've got your employees. You're looking for the the A employees. You've stolen from the mall, right? And, yeah. That, <laughs> better back out, in the day, better hours. I'll just be on in restaurant. Back in the day, that was the better move. Okay. Better hours, more pay. That that's awesome. I'm actually better work notes. environment. Not hostile, right? No hostile bosses. Well, I mean, it's it's a it's a pleasurable environment. I mean, if you work in a restaurant, you come home, your clothes smell like you know cheese fries for three days. I mean, it's just it's it is what it is. I used to work in a restaurant. I know. So. All right. So here we go. So now you've got this employee. Okay. They uh, they had the work ethic. They're, they're they were hustling on on a Sunday. So they, they definitely needed a job. So they're they're working for you. Okay. Now they've been there for a while. That they they see, Dr. 
Dr. Z pulls up in his Porsche. You he's know, got a and, Porsche, and baby. This is a big building, and there's probably electricity bills a lot. And you know, he can at least buy everyone lunch on the weekend. So I'm need more money. So now it's it's coming to you, and maybe it's not in the budget, right? Ooh. So so two things here: how do, and when do you determine when the raises? Is it already a fixed thing, or we used to hand them out like lollipops? And then and then two. Um, so so how do you determine those, those those pay? And then ultimately, how does that budgeting? How do you give now your managers that leeway to give them free range on and scheduling hours and pay? Wow. Wow. Okay. Boom. First of all, I'd like a disclaimer. If you uh, if you work for me, would you please turn off the podcast or turn down the radio? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Let me get your let me get Z's uh, uh, theme music ready here. Z. Okay. So we, we, we all your all your people all your employees have now turned off the podcast, turned off the radio show, and you can be candid. I can be candid. Okay. I tell you what. Would you make a deal? It's a deal, right? If you come to me wanting more out of the deal, you know. You let a bully take your lunch money one time. They're going to keep coming after your lunch money every time. Pretty soon you won't have any lunch money is what we're saying. Pretty so, yeah, pretty soon you'll be confronted with that bully. Then you got to go rob by the kids. No, no. Here's what you do. You have, um, you have clear expectations of when the reviews are going to be, i.e., you know, everybody wants a review because they know it can lead to a raise. Mm. So you're going to be hit up a lot for reviews. So you make clear expectations when you want to do those six months, year. You know, sometimes you say, we'll do one in the first six months and we'll do one year after year after year, right? And then you give clear expectations of what they need to do um, in order to get a raise. And I'll tell you what, sometimes it's, it's a good thing to give raises to those that deserve them. One of the things that, that I try to tell all my employees is please don't tell anybody that I gave you a raise. And, you know, uh, uh, you think they do all the, you, th you think they run around and tell everybody they got a raise sometimes? Well, they run around with new shoes on right away. Well, and like, where do you get those new <laughs> shoes? Well, I, I, I got a bonus. You know, I didn't want to say I, anything. I didn't want to say anything. I, I did buy a new car. It's kind of a big deal, and I'm kind of being special around here, you know? You know. There, there's two things. There's one, the expectations set up front so they don't have to come to you and go, I know this is awkward, but I've been here now for like 18 months, and I just want to know how I'm doing. Can I get a review? You know, that's not the way you want to run it. You want to have clear expectations. You want to give clear. And what I do with my management team is I give them percentages they have to hit. So how much they actually pay an individual person mm. is really is really not the game. It's it's about making sure that the percentage of the gross is within reason with their with their employment numbers. Does that make sense? So they have goals, metrics, and if they hit those metrics, they can make some money. So let's say they've got $30 to spend in an hour to hire some employees. They can hire two rock stars at maybe 15, or they can hire three, you know, average at 10, or three younger ones at but 10. But you determine the amount of I the total the revenue that you're yes. going to pay in payroll. Correct. And then the managers get to choose how they do it. So if they want to buy... If now, that, now that they've been around and I've coached them through the process and they've, I've kind of handed the hourly stuff a little bit more off to them because you know what? I don't want that job. You're committed to the result. You say, I'm giving you $30 an hour to fill these, fill these, these jobs. Yep. If you get two 15s or three 10s or whatever you got to do, right, that's your right. budget. That, that, that's, that's, your, that's your budget. Oh, you I get, like that move. Yeah, yeah. Or you could get maybe, you know, one, you find a, an absolute rock star, you do 120 and then maybe two at 10. You now, know, Thrive, could, could you just keep it all, all for yourself and just, yeah. just get all, does that work? Now, Thrive Nation, yeah. I, I, hate, <laughs> I, I, hate, I hate to interrupt because you have such a good, a good flow going, but Sam, you, this weekend, you did a powerlifting competition. Sam, our producer. Sam, how much weight did you lift with your body? How much weight did you lift with your body, my friend? I squatted 650 pounds. I benched 405, and I deadlifted 675 pounds for a total of 1730. 
Oh, wow. Wow. Now, Z, 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 that, that was powerful. And the only thing I could think of that's more powerful or as powerful as that is our next in-person workshop. If you go to thrivetimeshow.com, Z, you can learn everything you've ever needed to learn about starting and growing a business. And it's all packed into a two-day, 15-hour workshop. Z, how is it possible? thrivetimeshow.com. Go get all your questions answered, okay? $500 to 10 but we have scholarships. No upselling. Great time. Meet, meet other thrivers right there with you. We also have one-on-one -on -one business coaching. We also have the world's best business podcast. And we have the world's most affordable business school, thrive15.com. And until next time, Z, we always like to end it with a three, two, one. Here we I'll go. Do it. Three, three, two, one. one. Boom. Boom.